Yo, check, check, check. It's your boy DJ Hen. And you now tuned into that Chit Chat Live where all we do is small talk. I got my girl Chelsea and Leah B, and they're about to get into that real grown folks talk. So, kids, do me a favor do your homework, brush your teeth, and go to bed. We ain't finna play with you right now. Oh my god. Oh my god. Hey, 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 welcome to the Chit Chat, where all we do is small talk. I'm your girl, Chelsea C. And I'm Leah B, a.k.a. Tired. (laughs) We rebuke that energy, okay? We rebuke that energy. Okay, we rebuke it. All right? Hi, folks. I'm wide awake and ready to go. Thank you. And this week's episode of the Chit Chat Live is sponsored by the One Beauty Lounge, the one stop for all of your beauty needs, offering nails, pedicures, brow, lash, sugar waxing services. Follow the One Beauty Lounge on Instagram for an instant promo code. And also, we're sponsored by I Love Print. We're here to cater all your printing needs. We do printing and design for all events like bachelor parties, bachelorette parties, baby showers, wedding parties, and more. And we're on all social media platforms, which basically is my personal pages. So you can always reach me there. Thank you, cuz. She said, okay, makeup. Thank you, cuz. Ooh, they noticing. Ooh, (laughs) ooh, they noticing. Um, If you would like your business, product, or service featured on the Chit Chat Live, email us at thechitchatlive at yahoo.com. We appreciate everybody who is watching from Instagram and Facebook, but we want you to get the full effects of the show. So you can either click the link in the bio and press on the YouTube tab or go to youtube.com and search the Chit Chat Live so that, oh my God. (laughs) And I'm here reading and responding to all your comments. (laughs) Um, And watch us. Yeah, we have a live interview tonight. Um, So, well, not a live, a Zoom interview. So if you want to be able to see her, if you want to be able to interact with her, you have to go to YouTube. So Ms. Jackie is in the building. Miss Jackie. Miss Jackie. <laughs> Jackie, how you how you watching from Instagram? Now you one of our ride or die. You know you're she's supposed on to YouTube. Be, oh, she on YouTube mm-hmm. now. Before she was on, she was on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So on yeah, YouTube. anybody who's new, uh, make sure you go to YouTube and watch us live from there. Um, what else do we got? Um, you can also follow us. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. Um, at the Chit Chat Live. And if you would like to support, you can send a donation to us via Cash App. Play with us on a Cash App. Send okay. Us yeah, just, you know, show some love. That's all. Just send a little us bit of strange. love. Send us something strange. Don't send us nothing strange. But just, <laughs> just <laughs> don't send us nothing strange. And please make sure if you really want to send it, you really want to send it and not want to take it back. Okay, yeah, because, you know, you could take back stuff. You know, I'm never going to let that one You ain't never let it go. I'm never going to let that go. Mm-hmm. Petty. But anyway, our chit, our uh, cash app is dollar sign the chit chat live. You see my shirt? Yeah. You can't get it wrong. Let's not talk about Somebody said they can't hear. They can't hear. Um... Are, are they you on the Instagram? Are you on Inst? Yeah, she's on Instagram. Go to YouTube, baby. You can go to YouTube if you can't hear. I don't know why you wouldn't be able to hear. Um, Got bit by a mosquito on the way in. So yeah. Um. Oh, also we have we're doing a battle of the sexes April fifth. Um. And so we need some advice. We need some topic ideas. So what it what's what it is going to be is um us plus some other additional men, mm-hmm. some women, some single women, some 
uh, engaged women, some people that's in the streets some currently, pe- yeah, like actively. And we're gonna we are going to talk about all of the major topics that um you guys want answers to. So make sure if you have a topic that you know you wanna you want us to discuss that you message us and let us know what the topics are. I think we've gotten a couple. Somebody was yeah, like Yeah, I saw them. A lot of yeah. Who I takes see. the trash out? Yeah. The man or the woman. Definitely the man. The another one was <laughs> um why don't women say like what they want or something like yeah, that? Was then, that it? And then there's um submissiveness, all kinds of stuff. Mm. All kinds of stuff. Yeah, so that's going to be April 5th. Um, You guys are definitely in for a treat, but we want to answer any questions that you have to make sure you message us. We still need two guys, don't we? Um, Well, DJ Hen said he was going to do it, and um, Snoop the Bob, um, Dr. Hollywood said he's voluntold. I I didn't really confirm. So Okay, so then it's And then we have Zach. Zach is coming on. Leslie is coming on. Oh, so then we don't need... Okay. Um... Yeah, so hope yeah, hopefully everybody actually shows. I'm I always I always get scared. I think they will. Um so yeah, will. that is that. Anyway, what's been going on with you, girl? You was in these screens, baby. You was in these screens. I did it up this weekend. I was in Orlando with my friend Gail, and she showed me a time, girl. She had me out. You hear me? So all that complaining that I was doing, mm-hmm. I definitely made up for it. I was out Friday night. Saturday night, Sunday night. But was y'all out out or was it kind of like kickbacks where you was, you no, know. No, we was at parties. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. We, but y'all you know, was... I, I do reggae parties. I don't really do like the hip hop kind of thing. But yeah, we was out out. That's good. Yeah, we well, was out out. And um... first night I got tore up. <laughs> Second night I was like, I'm chilling. Third night. I got hammered. Mm, mm. <laughs> so I had to drive home yesterday with a hangover with my dog and his bad breath in the car <laughs> the whole time. But thank y'all for renting me that lovely Tesla. I'm definitely going to buy one now. At the rental plug, if you At are in Broward plug. and you want a rental car. Girl! But here's the thing. Make sure you charge <laughs> that Tesla, okay? Baby! Because... I was drunk as hell calling Chelsea like, um, the car is dead. She said, well, you need to get it. At 2.50 a.m., bitch. And I had to work the next morning. Because I didn't know. Like, I didn't know. Like, I thought. Let me add add something to this. I don't even remember calling you, honestly. You don't? That's how. And y'all was giggling and (laughs) laughing. And I'm like, these motherfuckers need to take their ass home. Y'all, we was wasted. Bro, y'all was at the gas station asking people, talking about the car won't tell me where to go charge. <laughs> I'm like, what? It's 2.50 in the morning. I'm sorry, but bro. let me give you the extra part to this, right? Go ahead, go ahead. So then DJ Hen, who was here last week, right, calls us at 7 in the morning. The same thing happened? Same to fucking thing, Are you bro. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's like, so if the car's on 1%, like, am I going to make it? Like, are we the Tesla charging fucking analysis people? No. Listen, once I paid that 120 for that damn tow truck, (laughs) she stayed charged the rest of the weekend. Believe that. Oh, my 
my God. When we first got the cars, that happened to us too, where we was on, I think we was on 20% panicking and like driving to the charging station and like trying to figure everything out. And ever since then, like that shit ain't never happened to us again. I'm never going through that again. I do love the car and I really, you know, I was looking at the prices. They're not that expensive. I thought mm-hmm. they were super high. They're reasonable. Yeah, they are pretty reasonable, especially with gas prices. on the... How you know? Fancy yeah, it, you it depends them. on the model, um, and then it also depends on on the type of financing you're you're getting, and you know, you're obviously like your credit and things like that. But because I did see one for like a hundred thousand, yeah, I was just looking through, but they're pretty good. I mean, you definitely save on gas and stuff like that. So Miss Jackie said you're supposed to drink what you kick what kicked you out the night before. That's how you get rid. Of, ah, everybody says that drink again, but I don't. I don't think I could do it. Yeah, I mean, you also need to stay hydrated. Well, yeah, I did. But you know, my friend, she eats very, she cooked. Oh my God, this lady cooked so good. But she eats very healthy and it's not like, you know, my normal heavy eating. Yeah. So I wasn't, I didn't have enough food in my stomach. Yeah. So... God bless you. I need to come. She invited me. She was like, girl is lit, man. Girl is. I don't mean to tell her age, but she is a mature woman, mm-hmm. and she can hang, okay? I see. Better than some of these young girls. I love hanging with the mature ladies, she okay? Hang. She can hang. Trust me. I so. love it, because they be having them words of wisdom, child, and like you said, they cook. Yes, she cooked all weekend for me. I was like, yes, girl. I ain't have to spend no money on food. I actually saw my, um, I call her my godmother, but it was, it's my sister's ex-boyfriend's from high school's mom, mm-hmm. who be also became, oh, similar. Like, similar, my right. similar She's became, my, my, mom. became right. my mom's when she was alive, her best friend. Mm-hmm. And so I got to spend time with her, because I did her nail. Um, last week and I, I like to pamper I like to pamper her because it's something that she would never do for herself yeah. so I did that for her and when I tell you we had the most fun and like she will give you the words of wisdom but in a way like that it's it's in the ghetto way yeah. but it was so much yeah, fun she tell you like it is <laughs> yeah. oh we got um, she hey, don't hold back Pascal Beauty hey Pascal shout out to Port Charlotte in the building um yeah. So, so I mean, it was a great weekend. And how about you? Uh, I don't know. Should I talk about really me, or should we talk about what we did today? Okay, we, we talk about. Okay. Yeah. So today we um we had a photo shoot. Yes, we are did. um re- releasing some new pictures and doing a media kit for the chit chat to hopefully get some some real sponsors around here. Okay. Yeah. We gotta go up. Well, the pictures came out nice. Yes, they They're did. So and then shout out to our makeup artist. That's why we still look cute today, girl. RV Beauty Co. Yes. Um, we have the link if you can bring it up, Luke. We do have the link. Um, and so she yeah, works fast too. She works she didn't fast. Have me sitting there for long. I appreciate that. She really did a good job. She's affordable. Um, she's mm-hmm. also located in Broward. If you got for those of you who are, oh, she already got our pictures up. Okay. okay. Yes, okay. look at her. And she's mobile. Yeah, she's she is mobile. So we'll have if you guys are watching um, on YouTube we'll, in the description, we'll we'll put we'll put her link um, in the description yeah. later. Um, but yeah, so shouts out to her. We were you know this was a lot to pull together, um, and then we all we she also did it us, at a studio. Huh? But um, yeah, until they sponsor us, we're not going to shout them out right now. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, that was great. We can't wait to release um, the photos. And shout out to the cameraman. 
Yes. Always. The cameraman. Always. For, <laughs> yeah, coming out and supporting. Yeah. If you need any photos, um, he will be great for you guys. Definitely. Um, we kind of, what was I going to say? We kind of need to move on. Yeah, we we kind of do. We've been talking too much. Yeah, kinda. Let's move on to our thirty-eight hot. Um, so what has made <laughs> us upset this week? And this one is kind of a funny one. It's it's kind of funny. Um, so Luke, what you doing? I wonder, is that they real mama or they stepmom? This got to be their real mama. Well, why we are you laughing? Because it's funny. <laughs> why is he laughing? Uh, 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 why are the wigs sitting on top of them heads? Like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Jesus, oh Lord, oh thank you God. All them legs are sitting on top, sitting on top of the world. Them legs, wigs got the love on top, baby. You're the wig that I love. Oh, you're the wig that I need. Oh, you're the wig that I see. Baby, wig is you. Them wigs are sitting on the top of your head, watching the clouds drift away. You going to hell? All right. So, if you guys are watching from Instagram, we're showing a video of these two young girls. It has to be, like, years ago. Hopefully. Hopefully it was years hopefully. ago. Uh, where their mom sent them to picture day with they with her wigs. With her wigs. With her wigs on top of their head. And the old girl was sitting there like, she, like she was styling. Bro, like... I remember being in elementary and middle school and like seeing other kids on picture day and being like, y'all look trash. It was the ponytails for me. <laughs> they used to kill me with the ponytails. I could not wait to start doing my own hair. Girl, and especially if the pony didn't have no tail. Girl, my grandma, old Jamaican lady, she used to give us these braids and then put like a bow. Oh, girl. I love you, grandma. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, my mom used to do my hair, too, and, like, do braids. But the thing was, is, like, it got to a point where I was, like, listening because I wanted to be grown. And she would give me, like, these childish hairdos. So I was like, no, mom, I'm just going to learn how to do my own ponytail. And so I started doing my hair, like, super young just me because I, I did didn't too. want her. And then I hated the two the two ponytails one top, one and one at the, the bottom, and then they would connect it. <laughs> I'm going to be like, Mom, why you just can't give me one ponytail? So moral of the story is just remember that your kids have feelings, yo. Like, Yes, and they want to look a certain way. But some kids nowadays be wanting to look too grown. Yeah, they do. So I don't know. Because even my niece, like, she be, she be liking her little long plaits. And her mama let her get it. But I be like, I used um, to just want the hangout. Cut them the plaits right here. I used to want the hangout in the back. I used to just want the ponytail with the hangout in the back. You know, uh -huh. that's what I was I wanted. <laughs> and that was probably too grown at the time. Yeah, you know. And I didn't have no relaxer either. So, oh, girl, no. Oof. It was mm -mm. it was rough. More of the story is love your kids. Don't send them to school crazy on yeah. picture day. Please. Do not send them to school. So that's our thirty eight high. It's not really like anything that made us too mad. But nah, I've been chilling all week. I ain't got nothing to be bad about. 
Well, I'm glad to hear it. I hope I hope to be like you one day, sis. I, I don't want to be mad about anything. I know. Um. Well, Jesse Smollett, juicy, 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 <laughs> Jesse, juicy. juicy, juicy Smollett has a lot to be happy about this week too. Um, he was released from jail last week while his trial awaits appeal. Um, the former Empire actor was originally sentenced to five months in jail for allegedly staging a hate crime, uh, a, t- a hate crime attack on himself, and we we have a video from that. Uh huh. It's in the rundown. Yeah. 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 Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to hold it in, y'all. I'm the trying. damage you've done to yourself is way beyond anything else that can happen to you from me or any other judge that would be sentencing you in this criminal case. You are now a permanently convicted felon. Your family who loves you and supports you. I only want to use the word forgive because forgiveness isn't even necessary. They're with you so much. They're so tight-knit. But you have to live with the fact that you really put them through a ringer. You've embarrassed your valuable friends in high places, the elected public officials, people in the media. You've embarrassed them. You have to live with that. I don't know if those relationships, relationships can be repaired. You've become toxic in your own workplace. Yeah. Your career uh, future is uncertain at very best. It was really on a rocket ship uh, to success, and now you've, you've turned yourself into riches to rags. And Damn. it's so unfortunate. Your very name has become an adverb for lying, and I cannot imagine what could be worse than that. I'm trying to consider who you are as a person, how you got here, how somehow you strayed away from your family values, you let that dark, narcissistic, selfish, and arrogant side come out, and you persisted with it for years on this case, I'm fashioning the following sentence. And here's your sentence. I'm sentencing you to 30 months felony probation, and the probation is going to be to this court. You're going to be allowed to travel wherever you want. You do not have to live in the state of Illinois. You can report by phone. I know that uh, if you're going to try to make a living and do some of the things you do, you may have to go to uh, other uh, places, New York and Los Angeles. You can do those things. You will pay restitution to the city of Chicago in the amount of $120,106. You are fined $25,000, which is the maximum fine. And you will spend the first 150 days of your sentence in the Cook County Jail. And that will start today, right here, right now. We can cut it. So after that, he he uh, kind of like spoke out and said that, you know, he's still innocent and that if something were to happen to him, that he didn't commit suicide. I didn't know that judge went so hard He, w- he him, definitely though. went like, hard. He's like personally mad about this situation. I've never heard a judge talk like but that. But this case is so confusing and I, I don't know if anybody watching is following it, but I kind of want to know what your thoughts are. Um, but like we said, since then, he's been released on bond. Um, well, not is it bond? It's on bond till his appeal is um, done. But he might still have to go back to jail after appeal. Well, pr- well they yeah, were saying the- that the sentence is way too much. Yeah. So, but um, you can't. I mean, the thing is, is that now his brother, uh, J- I ain't even going to attempt to say his brother's name. Name killer. What's yeah, his brother Jaquai. says Jaquai. Okay, says that there's too many holes in the case, and the fact that they even let. Uh, let him go on um, 
on bond or kind of like released him that that shows that he he didn't do it well i was watching a podcast the other day and one of the guys he from the beginning when it started he said he was lying and everybody attacked him blah 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 but he was like how you get beat up by two guys but you still made it home with your meatballs up you know what I'm saying? Because the subway bag is strong, but the handles are very weak. So two people jumping you. I would have to go back and watch the case like for myself because I feel like there's all of these. I, I always I felt don't it know. was bullshit. I always, from the beginning, I felt he was But lying. why would he do that? Like, why would he really mess know. up his career? I, just, I would love for somebody to sit him down and interview. He going to get paid. He's about to make bank. Whoever because interviews twice him twice as first? many people knew about him afterward. As yeah, before. not that many people. Yeah, but he's not going to be able to get any like any um, roles. Like, what? Why who's going to yes, hire he him? He didn't think no. it was going to go like this either. He though. will. Somebody they do. Him. They yeah. He, he probably. I agree with Luke. He probably thought he was going to get sympathy mm-hmm. and things like that. But now that he all of this and people are saying like he's lying. No, if they if they so outcast um, Monique, power. Fifty's gonna put him in power. He's good to go. No, no <laughs> fucking way. No fucking way. Look, people are saying that they can't hear us on the live. Um, no, I hope. And then we also have a clip from his from his brother. I don't. I mean, if we get a chance to to play that, that's fine. But I honestly, I don't know. This case is freaking confusing, I bro. Thought it was bullshit. From day one, I never believed that, honestly. This is the clip from his brother. Much to the folks who reposted. Jesse wants to personally thank you all. The folks who reposted, the folks who called the jail, the folks who were organizing protests, the folks who were having the tough conversations with their family members and their friends. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You are a huge reason of why Jesse is now out of jail. We applied pressure to the state and they took notice. They know that this is absolutely a bogus case, and they know that ultimately the Smollett family is probably one of their biggest liabilities right now. To the state of Illinois, take note. I'm calling you out right now. Clear my brother's name. Make sure this appeal clears my brother's name. You have a liability on your hand, and anyone with decent intelligence at the state level should understand that. We can cut it. You have an extreme... I mean, I really feel like it's going to take years to really find out if he's telling the truth or not. And so I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. Anybody who's really been following this case, um, put it in the comments. Let us know what your thoughts are. But I am so confused. Like, if he's telling the truth, I want to support him. And I think everybody should get behind him. Right. But, I mean, I just feel like there's not enough evidence Um I don't know. I just feel Dang. like he should have just been honest and just been done with this. Like I don't. But he says he's being honest. He says he's he's telling so, the truth. Well, he says he was sleeping with the African guys. They yeah, were doing stuff together. But I don't know. I I don't know. Maybe we get him on the podcast and fucking. <laughs> Hopefully, we go. Juicy, come tell us what happened, Juicy. <laughs> We listening. We listening, Juicy. Juicy, come tell us what happened, Juicy. All right. Well, somebody who wasn't listening is the sleeping monster. Well, um, I don't know what's going on with this lady, but was it her boyfriend's mom? Yes. So, um, a a girl records or a woman records her boyfriend's mom sneaking in and insulting her while she sleeps. We're gonna play the the clip. 
Not the reading rainbow thing song. <laughs> it comes right after that. Just play it. Take a look. Basically, the jam. Explain myself because people are like. Butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high. Okay. I finally found the videos. I'm going to show you the videos and I'm going to try not to talk too much and explain myself because people are like saying I talk too much. But all I'm going to say is I found the videos. I don't know why it doesn't have sound, but this is the camera, camera 360, and it's from Amazon. Here, I am sleeping in the first video. Here is the second video, and you can see my arm on the right. Mm -mm. All right, so... So after this video that she posted, which got over like a million views on TikTok, she in the comments posted kind of like she was able to go back and listen to what the woman was saying to her. And so the woman was saying, like, I want to uh, unlive you. And she was calling her ugly and just saying like all of these negative things. Now, the boyfriend's mom was recently released from prison. She has a young child. And so... Because the mom obviously doesn't have any place to go. She's living with the girlfriend. And, and this is what kills me. The girlfriend didn't even say the mom is living with my boyfriend and I. She said she's living with me. So it's giving the whole family our scrubs, right? And then the mom has the nerve to come in and do that. But I'm just like, are y'all doing this for social media attention because baby after the first night even if i didn't come and fight your ass the next night i'm at least gonna lock my motherfucking door first of all after that first night she would have been out the out next morning. The yeah. <clears throat> we're not doing that you, one thing in my house is my peace you not gonna be standing on me when i'm asleep and, and then and you want to unlive yeah. me? Un me like that ain't even saying kill that's some other like nah we not That's doing that. Crazy, and you saying that to me? Am and I guess asleep? what? If he feels some kind of way, he can go to right. And then she said she didn't want to. And the and what she was saying in some other videos is that she has um a, a strong connection to the mother's younger children, and she didn't want to you know want them to leave. But I'm giving honey. The son got a big dick, and she dickmatized. That's it. And you, for and some first reason, first of all, why your man got your mama living with y'all? Like? You got a whole family living with you, sis. Nah, a whole family. We not doing that. Yeah, it mm -hmm. it's giving crazy, mm -hmm. and it's giving she's stigmatized, and it's giving a lot of mental. I health think issues. some people just go above and too far beyond just for these relationships and. That ain't it. And then I'm like, do they not follow you? Do the mama not follow you on social media to see that you recording her? I don't know. Because if know. you're really afraid for your life, you're just going to record it and just post it on social media I don't and not know, do anything? But she would have to get the hell up out of my house. Yeah. That's it. Instantly. That was that was crazy to me when I... um. So she said she put the cameras up to see if she was snoring? Well, yeah. She said that she was like... She wanted to see how loud she was snoring. I guess her boyfriend had mentioned something. Like the whole con the whole thing is crazy yeah, to me. And stupid. then she said she saw the mom like through the videos like coming up and she would hear voices. At first she said she was hearing voices and she thought it was ghosts. So that was also another reason why she wanted to put the cameras up. And then she saw it was the mom coming up over and and speaking over her. Um 
I don't know. I want to believe her, and I want to believe it's not just like a social media. No, I mean, hoax. I believe it. Prob- it's possible. Like she just getting out of prison. She's probably not all the way there. I mean, I don't know. But, but I where's know, the young lady's parents? Where is her, her man? <laughs> Get your mama. That's what I want to know. Damn her. Damn that. Daddy, Where maybe is we should ask man? her to come on. We need to ask sis to come we on. We need to find sis. And um, ask her to come on. Because there are questions that definitely need answers. But yeah. I don't know. That was crazy. Have you ever dealt with the, like somebody's mom who doesn't like you? I don't think I ever really gave a fuck, honestly. <laughs> I don't, I'm, not, I'm not dating you, so... No, what do you mean? I'm oh, not you don't dating care if the mom them, likes you? No. Really? Mm-mm. I mean, it would be nice, but I'm not going to lose no sleep about it. Really? Mm-mm. I would want them to like me. I mean, of course you would, but if she don't, what can you do? No, I would break up with him. Really? Yeah, like, I feel like if your mom, especially if you have a strong connection with your mom, and you're like, hey, like, oh, my mom didn't really, you know, care Yeah, but see, him. some some women are very possessive and entitled when it comes to their sons. Exactly. Like, I don't really like none of the bitches my son fuck with either. But <laughs> I mind my business. You know what I'm saying? I don't get involved anymore. But no, I don't care because I'm not in a relationship with her. But are you at least cordial to of them? Of course. You... No so, disrespect. Of course. I feel like if the the mom wasn't at least cordial, like if I could tell, like, okay, sis don't like me, either I'm going to be like, hey. But it I'm... might not even be personal. It just sis ain't never going to like nobody he's with. Mm. So it's like, how can you really lose then no. sleep? Then no. Then I don't feel like until you get that in order, it ain't going to be But me. you can't. I mean, he can't tell his mama how to be. What he going to do? Ma, you need to like her or what? what I mean, what he not gonna like do? her, but understand that, you know. What can he really do? If mom, I don't like somebody my son is in, what the fuck, what is he going to do? I mean, that's that's fine for the everyday person, but I don't want to be going... I like to do family shit. I do, so too. So I don't want to be, you know, inviting my mother-in-law to shit, and then she don't really like me. I mean, yeah, but in a perfect world... So, I mean, that might work for somebody else who don't care, but for me, that's not going to work. I wouldn't say I would break up with him, but... I wouldn't worry about it either. Like I would talk to him about it, and we would try to fix it. I would be as nice as I am, as I can be, but I'm not kissing her ass. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm not doing I it. mean, no, for me, it's, it's that that's a no go. Especially if they were being like deliberately rude. Nah, she's or being a like straight that. up pain to me. Then yeah, I'd probably be like, you know what, you are not even worth all this headache. Mm-hmm. But just to break up with him because she doesn't like me, no, I wouldn't break up with him. Got you. Yeah. Well, if you are an aspiring wife a current wife, or you just want your girl to act right, then listen up. Because tonight's guest calls herself the wife's confidant, Talisha Delmar. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Woo. She did it, y'all. Is a wife herself and says after 21 years of marriage, she's teaching other women the strategy she used to get clarity, courage, and the confidence to elevate her wife life. Hey girl! Hey! Hey girl! Hey! Hey girl! Hey! How you doing? Y'all looking real jazzed up. I'm loving my spaces. Thank you, girl. Thank you, girl. And you are—you came to slay. You came to slay. Okay. 
I just knew I had to be in good company here. That's all. Right. all. <laughs> what you got in that cup? That's what I want to know. Oh, girl. Hopefully next week it'll be a nice sponsored drink. But tonight <laughs> it's um 1800 <laughs> yeah. in club soda. But we hoping to get an alcohol sponsor. Yeah, so we, we can trying to get one. Spending our money. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want you to. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Talisha, right? It is. Okay, just making sure. All right, so you call yourself the wife confidant. So tell me how you got how you got to this point. (laughs) That's really a great question. So I struggled a lot in my marriage, Um, and I come. I don't want to say my age, but I grew up on the Cosby Show, right? And so I was like, I'm gonna be Claire, and I'm gonna marry me a Cliff, right? Mm-hmm. I that was, you know, that was the first time you really saw a black family on TV, mm-hmm. and that's what I aspired to. But the thing that I forgot is that I was raised by a single mom mm-hmm. who couldn't tell me how to be a wife. So I really came into my marriage behind the eight ball, not really realizing I was behind the eight ball. And so my husband, actually, on the other hand, he was raised by both parents, but he never saw them really in a loving relationship. They just kind of managed the house, had a business together, but he didn't see lovey-dovey, I love you. You know, it, it wasn't that. And so we really were both behind the eight ball when we came to our marriage. And so when we came in, it was good for a minute. And then it got really, really rough. And after, you know, we actually, I remember the day we sat in the driveway and we was like, you know what? I was looking at him like, you know, Cliff. He was looking at me like, you know, Claire. And we actually talked about like divorce. Like we had a full fledged like, where you going to stay? How we going to do this? When it's going to happen? Because this is not working out because we were like, we didn't get married for this. And honestly, after that conversation, it just really didn't sit well with me. I was just like, I don't want it to end like this. And so I just vowed, you know what? If this ship goes down, it won't be because I didn't do my part. I didn't, I'm going to do all I can. And let me tell you, ladies, I went to my husband. I was like, you want to go to counseling? He was like, no, I'm good. And I was like, joke up. <laughs> I was like, okay, bet I'm going. Mm-hmm. And I went. And that's when I really realized that I didn't understand what it meant to live with someone day in and day out. Like, that's a whole skill that many of us mm-hmm. don't have. And so after I started working on myself, my husband started seeing changes. And then all of a sudden, out the blue, he was like, all right, I'll go with you next week. And I was like, oh, oh. Yeah, because you, okay. you didn't enforce him. Yeah. So what's the, biggest, mm-hmm. what's the biggest change that you think he saw? <laughs> I got a mouth on me, ladies. So, mm. you know, I was raised by my mom. And so in our house, we said what we wanted to say, when we wanted to say it, how we wanted to say it. That's and so problem. I thought, hey, I'm speaking truth here. I'm being honest. And he mm. was like, but do you have to say it like that? And I'm like, it, it is what it is. Mm. And I really didn't realize how I was really hurting him by the things, you know, that I was saying, my sharp tongue. Now, Back then, I didn't know it. But fast forward, my husband, if you know anything about the uh, five love languages, he's a words of affirmation kind of guy. So I was really beating him up with my tongue and not even realizing it. And so when I started to say what I needed to say, but then putting some pillows around it, like being really mindful about how I approach conversations and not an accusatory manner, but really like really being careful about what I said, still speaking my, you know, speaking my truth, but not speaking my mind because there's a difference. And so, and then he started to notice that I was (laughs) 
Yes, yes. Yeah. It's about the delivery. It's about the delivery. Mm-hmm. It is. Because you could be telling me something so factual, but if you, if your tone is not right, I don't hear nothing you say. So yeah, it is the delivery for sure. Totally, totally. Mm-hmm. And so I changed, he changed, and then we just resolved that, you know what, this is going to take a lot more work than we thought. We thought we were going to come in and coast. And in married life, there is no coast. And you know how like in the cars where they have like the cruise control, mm-hmm. you just set it, mm-hmm. and you think, oh, we're going to ride this thing out on our love. Not in marriage life. That It doesn't even work like that. And so it literally is work every single day. And that's what we, neither of us realized. We thought our love was going to carry us through. And so now we are very intentional about making, you know, being really intentional about um, the connection that we have with one another so that we don't get into a rut again. I hear a lot of people say that when you're in a relationship, you have to deal with change. Like Mm -hmm. um, you have to be able to accept people changing like over the years, like the person you married in the beginning is not going to be the same person five years down the line. I think that's my biggest problem. I don't like change too much, change behavior. So how do you deal with that? So the key is, that's such a great question. And the key is change seems abrupt when it comes out of the blue. Yes. So like, if you think about like on your job, on your job, if there's going to be a a reorganization on your job, if you just come in and be like, all right, y'all, you're going to start reporting to this person, this person. If you start doing it like that, it's such a harsh reality. Yeah. But then if you, if you and your spouse are having conversations about your goals and your dreams, when you start to talk about things, when your perspectives start, start to change, then you can take your spouse hopefully along on the journey. Now, this is not to say that they're going to be exactly in alignment with you, but the key is you want them to understand that there is a shift that's going on so that it doesn't seem so abrupt. I think sometimes, especially like with couples, you see have been married for 20 plus years and you're like, they get a divorce? Like y'all been together for 20 years and you're like, what happened? Well, they didn't take they didn't take a good enough time in fostering a relationship. I always like to say, Leah, that they... You talk about the kids, the bills in the house, but you're not talking about each other in your marriage. Mm-hmm. So what happens is you all talking and you thinking y'all good, but y'all not talking about each other. You're just talking about the transactional talks, mm-hmm. but you're not having connecting conversations. And so when you begin to have connecting conversations, you will both start to realize that you are evolving, which honestly is going to happen, right? Because you're going to get mature. You're going to become wiser. You're going to have different influences that's going to shape the way that you think and feel, which is totally normal, but you want to make sure that you keep in your spouse along for the journey. So I want to put a pin in that. And then, so I was watching a pod, another podcast, a, a, a male podcast this week. And I don't know what, you know, if you're into all of the male YouTube shows and podcasts, but there's a lot of them out there. Um, and so I'm going to play a clip from one Luke. Hopefully we, we, we can pull it up because it's, it's talked specifically about what you just said. So I want us uh-huh. to listen to it and and um then tell us your viewpoints from there okay. this mosquito is kicking my butt my other phone died the q pill yep mm-hmm. no i have a charger i just <clears throat> 80% of men in relationships tend to stonewall, which is simply not engaging. 
they tend to shut women out. They don't communicate with women. When a woman has an issue, 80% of women bring up conflict in a relationship. 80% of men stonewall in the relationship. So while the woman is trying to is, is, is communicating what the problem is, he doesn't want to talk about it. And uh, typically what he w- doesn't want to talk about is because he don't feel that he can get anywhere. Hence, don't argue with women. They feel that it's hopeless. But you have to be able to engage in this conflict and you have to be able to be logical. And what it is is that a lot of these women are smarter than the men that they're dating. So the men, the men can't rebuttal. They can't show why what they're saying is true which is why 80 percent of men in relationships and you never really hear that from a man surprisingly Mm-hmm. So what are well, your? There's a couple things that he said. Yeah, go well, ahead. You know, Continue. I just want to know what your takes are because I I do feel like one, and not in just this ep- in this um video clip, but in other video clips that I listen to, men have uh admitted that they don't like to talk about wh- what they're lacking. You know, so just like you know, I would say definitely black women have. Um, an issue with having a sharp tongue. Black men have an issue with sharing what it is that they want or that they need from from their mate. And so then it's like, okay, well, if you're not telling me exactly what it is that you need, and I think that you're okay, and you're not, but then you go look for it someplace else, or you you just, you know, end up being depressed because you're not happy, or you you know, even though in a relationship, you can't make your mate happy. And nobody is a mind reader either. yeah nobody yeah. is a mind reader but I, I but i think you know anybody who wants to be in a relationship they want to make their mate they want to do the best that they can to make the circumstances for their mate the ideal um as possible so that their mate can have the circumstances or the environment to be happy because you can't make anybody happy but you can make their environment um I, I, as ideal as possible so i kind of just wanted to get your feedback on on what that clip says and just how you can get your mate to open up so this is such a good question because he said 80 percent of the women bring up the conflict and 80 percent of the men stonewall so it's a couple things that i i, I kind of want to address Now, this is where some women do get this not entirely correct. Uh, Sometimes women become frustrated and women are quick to tell them what they're not doing. They are quick to say, you didn't do this. Or as soon as they come home, you need to do this. And so a lot of times with men, they feel like 95% of the time, there's nothing positive coming from the woman because she's either saying can you do this? Can you do this? I need you to fix this. I need you to do this. Or you didn't do this. You didn't do that. Or you're not doing good. And so a lot of times they, they have their defenses up and they don't want to hear anything because they assume uh, whatever she's going to say, it ain't going to be positive. So I don't even want to be bothered with the situation. So a lot of times they're on a the defense already before we even mm-hmm. open up our mouths mm-hmm. because they feel like 90% of the time you're always coming at me with something negative. 100%. Now, all my wives keep saying, but Talisha, he don't, he, don't, he don't do enough positive stuff, right? <laughs> so I'm like, okay. But we got we to gotta be able to find something so that our spouses don't see us as always saying, I need you to do, or this is what you're not doing. And th- so that's that. I think if we get into that and we start to have what I like to call pillow talk conversations about the small stuff, then we can let the guard down. And so I think that's where a lot of the, the trouble comes in. Now, in terms of the men, oh, huh? What you say? I have a no. Go ahead, finish because this is another topic. Go ahead. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. The other thing about the but the men stonewalling because you know you say that they're not engaging and, and and some of them are not and I, some of that I think goes back to what I was saying earlier. They feel like they're already defeated. Everything that they do is wrong. Everything you know, and sometimes they feel like I'm, I'm and it, I'm not even going to be bothered with it. And they they're they're closed minded. And so this is where conflict comes because the wife or the woman wants to bring it up in an effort to resolve it, but they don't see it like that. They see it as he should go again, Mm -hmm. complaining about something Mm -hmm. I'm doing. Here she go again, telling me something I need to do. And so they completely closed off. And so we can get to a space where as women, we can affirm the men a little bit more, cheerlead and not have 99% of our conversations being something that they didn't do or something that they did wrong, then they'll be a little bit more open and receptive to hearing whenever we open up our wait, mouth. Wait, wait, and wait, one wait, thing wait. I was... No, you go ahead. You go ahead. But Leah about to say something. I know. Leah's about say. to let me have it. I feel it. I feel no, it. No, 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 no. I have a, just a question about the opposite type of situation. But go ahead. Go ahead. Uh-huh. No, you no, I want to hear it, Leah. I want to hear it. I just, I, I have a question. So, like, when you're not that woman that talks sideways and you try to respect boundaries and you try not to be that person. You try to be patient. You try to be understanding. And that still ain't good enough. So what then? And it may not be. And so some, some women actually to a default say, I'm, I'm not even going to bother saying anything. Cause he going to get, no, all I don't mean it like that. I just mean where you're, I feel like in my fault in my situation, I feel like sometimes I was too nice. Like I was just like, okay, well, I'm very understanding and I'm not going to argue with him. And I'm, you know what I'm saying? And I say how I feel and I say it respectfully, but it's like, still like, still not good enough. What, what then? What do you, what do you mean by not good enough? Meaning well, he, he it, it'll still, or is- it, it'll be like, oh, well, she doesn't care because she's not, you, you know what I'm saying? They make it seem like when you don't act that way you don't care like some men are like act like what way though like how she was saying how her mouth is and blah 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 mm-hmm. i've had somebody tell me well you don't say nothing and you don't react so but you, you don't are care. supposed to react but just not say it in a and you have to say it in a way that they can receive no i'm that's what i'm saying i try because one thing about me i try to pe- treat people how i want to be treated so I don't want you talking to me crazy. I'm not going to talk to you crazy. But then it's like, oh, well, you're not really giving me that energy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, basically, I'm just being a pushover, basically. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So how do you win on that end? You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. But I think what what they may be experiencing, though, and see, that's why sometimes it's, it's good to kind of understand their background. If you're dating someone who's used to the drama, mm-hmm. that's right? what they it is. To, that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Okay. They see that. And so sometimes what we don't, what we have to, we have to understand our environment and who we're dating in the environment that they were in. Mm-hmm. So if your man is in an environment where that's what they do, they mm-hmm. fuss, they cuss, see, that's how they that. show each other love. Right. That's what they think is normal. So anything outside from that, they like, what? Exactly. You don't really love me. Right. Because that's they have I... this warped sense. Got and you. so sometimes, you know, we have to be mindful of people's upbringing and environments because let me just say this. When you are being raised in an environment, even if your parents were dysfunctional, if that's what you know, that's what you know. Yeah. And so a lot of times people are raised in environments where it's dysfunctional and it's toxic, but that's what they know. And so sometimes there are people who who 
are influenced by other people, positive relationships, or they read books, or they study themselves, and they know that that's not normal. But there are some people who don't do that. And so all that they know is all that they know. And so they think that that is normal until they get exposed to something else. And so you may be dating someone where that's what they're accustomed to. Yeah, fighting so all the time. Around, they like, yeah, yeah they like, yeah. Well, you love me. Yeah. You're not like kirking out. You're not like him, my car. Mm. You're not, you know. Exactly. And so it <laughs> that's what on. I meant. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what I will say is I think you're absolutely right about um, the therapy. And especially if you didn't grow up in a home, like a two-parent home where you saw a happy relationship. Because even when I, when I was dating, I would be um, intimidated if I was dating a guy who grew up in a happy two-parent home. Because I'd be like, excuse me? How, how did that go? See, like, and I, and, well, I, and I'm it? used to seeing family, um, yeah. But too, like uh, trying to think about how to not have that sleek tongue how to talk to somebody is a whole nother job so it's like okay if i am going out working 40 hours a week 50 hours a week 60 hours a week and then i'm have to come home and try to rethink my talk process that's a whole nother job that you have to commit to so when people are saying oh i want to be in this relationship i want a man i want this and that they're not really thinking about the other job that they're asking for no it is it is a job it, it's a whole thing. And marriage is not for the faint of heart. Like, let's just be real. It's not. And a lot of people are in love with the idea of marriage and not really understanding what it takes. You know, because when they, they're going to be times when they're going to work your last nerve. There are going to be times when you're like, I'm not even feeling you right now. And it takes a lot of heart to stay committed to that when they have pissed you off, when they work your last nerve, when you can't seem to agree on how to raise the kids or what to do with the tax refund money, right? And so when you all have all those bits of conflict, it takes a lot to be able to problem solve, brainstorm, negotiate, sacrifice, and you have to be willing to do that. And people always say, everybody's not, it's not, it's not, everybody's not meant for marriage. And the same thing, everybody's not meant for college. Everybody's not meant for marriage marriage life. You got to understand who you are innately and you have to decide, do I want to make that type of sacrifice? And it's okay if you don't. It's and, totally okay if you don't. And so we before the before we aired, um, we kind of talked about like even with on shows and social media, everybody's like, oh yeah, I found my best friend and I just love you so much. And that's not it. So you know, if you're not supposed to be looking for, oh, oh my God, I love you, or oh my God, I found my best friend, what is it that you're supposed to be looking for? You, that's that's a good question. Mm-hmm. And so we we have to get beyond the feelies. And that's so hard for people who are in love to, it's hard for them to ignore that. But it's really about seeing each other through the dark days. Like you're going to really become close when you know how you manage pain. Are, do you know how to be there supportive? Do they know how to handle it? Are you there to kind of help build them up? Like going through dark times is the best way to test your relationship and how you handle that. And the reality is some people don't know how to handle it because it is conflict resolution. It is negotiation, right? All those things that we understand maybe when we're trying to get a job, but we don't understand that, that we need some of those same skills when we're married. 
And so I think, you know, it's you're going to go through ups and downs. So I'm not worried about the ups. It is, can you handle the downside? And so it's, have your relationship gone through, you know, some really dark days and how you all have handled that? Because those are the teaching moments. Those are the way you learn, all right, next time, all right, let's 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 work on this. Next time, let's do it this way. Next time, and those are the things that kind of build your relationship up. But if everything is all hunky-dory, when that thing hits, y'all never know how to act. Then when, when problems come, you're so quick to like be like, I'm out. I, I can't even like and we don't want we don't want that. We want you to be able to figure out, OK, I'm going to be with you through this mess. Right. You're going to be with me through my mess because we're both imperfect people. And let's see how we get on this journey. And are we are we riding this rocky road together or are you like have, you know, one one foot out the out the door and you're not even really there. And so that's that's one of the ways where you can no one likes to go to the downside, but those are the real tests of how strong your relationship is. I had a friend tell me, but okay, okay, look, okay, look, look. producer over here giving you a friend tell me I used to always be like oh my god I get butterflies when I see my ex she was like girl that ain't nothing but anxiety stop it oh. so <laughs> I don't know maybe some people feel that way but it makes sense like everybody's in their feelings like you said in the beginning so definitely that's facts and I feel like I, I, I've read an article that says like you know it takes like six months before you get over those feelings and then you really start to see the person for who they are and, and their stages it to relationships like sometimes. it's like after a year you know the first year you oh you're so cute I love your farts ooh, mm-hmm. ooh, mm-hmm. and then after that you know it's a whole different it's a whole different phase but I feel like when you're talking to people um, and and you're like, hey, like I want to kill this motherfucker, and they'd be like, let me tell me? you, like you can't be. They feel like you can't be real. Do you know how many times I'd be like, oh my god, y'all such a cute couple. I'm glad you guys are married. And the person would look at me dead in my face and be like, girl, it's not all it's cracked up to be. You know how many times I hear that from married people? Right. All the time. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And I always say, you know, and especially now with social media, everybody looks good. Everybody looks cute on social media. Everybody Mm -hmm. posting their Christmas pics and this pic and that pic. And then they go in the house, one go in one side of the house, one go on the other side. It's true. They barely talking to each other. The only conversation they have is what you want for dinner, Mm -hmm. what you want to watch on Netflix. And outside of that is nothing. And so we can't get all caught up in the hype. And sometimes Sometimes, you know, honestly, sometimes the red flags are there, but we just want to be in love so bad that we kind of ignore the red flags and we hope that they're going to go away and, oh, they're going to love me and they're going to change. And then we tell ourselves these stories and then then you realize, no, that's 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 really them. And those red flags were always there, but you were so in love, you didn't see them. Right. Well, Talisha, Mm. I have a I have one last question for the single ladies. Um, yeah. out there, um, a lot of the the men, the the male podcasts are saying the women are coddled, and they are being told that they can have the expectations that they have. So a lot of women now are saying, "Hey, I want a woman, a man who makes over a hundred thousand dollars a year, even though they only making thirty thousand dollars." And so, what can you say to the single black? woman who wants to be married of a certain age as well 
No, just in general. I said as well. <laughs> I said as well. That have these expectations and maybe not not even the the $100,000, you know, expectations, but are looking to marry and, you know, are having a hard time finding somebody. So, here's the deal. You can have There's a difference between having non-negotiables and having preferences. And you have to decide where is it? What what is it on the preferences? This is I prefer him to be six figures. I prefer him to be a six pack. I prefer him to be six one. I prefer like you can have these preferences, but how much of these are like non-negotiables? And so I feel like we really need to make sure that we have two lists because I feel like when there's one list list. The the mud the waters get a little bit muddy, so we have to first understand that. Now I'm all for a woman who has standards. I'm all if you want to have standards, go for it. But then, if you can't find them, then you have to decide: is it going to move to the preferences, or you're going to stay non-negotiable and continue being single, right? So really, it's just a, it's just a matter of what she wants, and only she needs to decide that. But I think we need to start with making sure that there are two lists. It's not just one list. What is your absolute non-negotiable and what are your preferences? And I don't think there's anything wrong with preferring that. But then also she got to recognize, okay, well, if she meets the man of her dreams, he might be like, well, I wanted a woman who was 36 double D. I wanted a woman this height. I wanted a woman with her hair like this. So she got to be ready for that as well because it, it could go on both sides. Yeah, and I think that's that's an a thing for women too it's like you know you saying you want a man of this caliber but are you matching that and so it's hard mm-hmm. too to kind of to say hey listen you want a man who work out you want a man who who's athletic you want a man who who make this and and this that and the third but are do you have something to complement that well, you know, mm-hmm. you know, men swear that they don't worry about our financial status. They really, I mean, some men, men who are financially stable, I think that they don't. Yeah, I think men who are, who aren't financially that's stable, that's the ones who worried about who it. Then worry about mm-hmm. it, and that's kind of where things get iffy because mm-hmm. it's like, hey, listen, I have to go out and make this money, and then come home and think mm-hmm. about how to talk to you fucking nicely. Now, now that's why I'm tired. That's the problem. That's the problem. I'm tired. I'm tired. It's the financially uh-huh. one. It's the ones that aren't financially where they want to be that act that way right and but the ones who are like hey listen you i got everything you don't have to worry about anything those are the ones who are like hey listen he wants you to make a good home yes yeah you better figure out how to talk to me nicely Mm -hmm. he wants to talk to me nice baby but when you have to go out here and 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 men say this and, and a lot of you know a lot of men are saying this on their podcast too it's like women who go out and make the money they don't know how to be submissive because unless you have a unless you have a therapist unless you are seeking counseling you don't really know how to come home and turn that part of you off because you won't come home and start talking to me like you talking to your employees or talking to anybody Mm -hmm. else and they don't want to hear that yeah or talking to the children yeah and they don't want to hear that so it definitely takes um some type of training and it takes time and it's a whole nother task you have to develop yeah. No, and I, I agree with that because we are living in an era where we're having a lot of women who are making more money than their men. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I agree with you. I think there are some things that women can do to make sure that it's um, it's not coming off like 
I, I run this ship. And sometimes women do that when they make all the decisions instead of letting him have a seat at the table because you feel like, well, I'm bringing most of the money in the house. Yeah, I'll, I'll make the decision. I'll just let you know what I decide. Yeah, but I feel like- So of course, sorry. that's not going to make- mm-hmm. No, I was just saying, I feel like if so you- that's not- Yeah, if you knowingly dating somebody that you know makes less money than you, then you shouldn't treat him that way. Right, right. But now on the flip side of that, we also have to talk about the man's insecurity, right? That's we got to talk about that. So at the end of the day, especially- when you all are building a life together is technically should not be his money and her money It's our money. And so sometimes, you know, we have to understand where's, where, where's the man's insecurity in that. If he was raised in an environment where he was supposed to be the provider. So now he feels like he's not hold, upholding what he was told all his life to do. He may have a lo- level of insecurity with that. And so we have to make sure that we meet them where they are and kind of help them along, um, recognizing they're, they, may, they may be insecure in that area. Well, Talisha, we are out of time, but I'm sure some of our followers now and some of the followers who are going to tune in later are going to know, want to know where they can find you. So share that information or anything that you have coming up. Oh, my. Thank you. Well, Mm -hmm. you can find me at Wives Confidant. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram. Um, Now I'm on LinkedIn, TikTok. Okay. Trying to get out there. Look, I got about three videos posted. I'm trying to do better, y'all, getting out there. You can find me at Wives Confidant. Yeah, because, you know, I find that when it comes to, especially with, with married stuff, it's very private and people are really ashamed or they're afraid to kind of talk about what's really going on. It gets back to your point earlier about everybody looks like they good. You go to the cookout, they laugh, and then they go in the house and they're not talking to each other, right? Mm -hmm. And so I call myself the wise confidant so that wives feel comfortable in this platform and being able to to share what's really going on so we can have a real conversation about real married life. So I would love for your followers to find me at wives confidant. And I do have a white personality type quiz for those who are interested. So you can go to my website and all the information is right there. Loversbond.com. Well, thank you so much. You had a great deal. Amazing information. Um, Yeah, we'll definitely have to have you back on again. And thank you so much for joining us. And anybody who is watching now or maybe watching later, um, you can follow us or watch the full episode on YouTube or any of the major uh, podcast streaming sites. Um, So, yeah. Anybody who maybe missed the rest of the show. But thank you. Thank we will, you, Talisha. We will speak to you soon. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining and bye us Luke. today. Bye. Bye. Well. All right. Any um got any church announcements? Church announcements. If you want to support us, be sure to send us a donation at the dollar sign, the chit chat live. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter at the chit chat live. We are, we have a, we have a, um, Snapchat. We're going to be everywhere. We yeah. We're we going to be everywhere. We everything have, is we got the a, chit chat live. Yeah, everything. The chit chat live. We got a, we got a, uh, what is it called? TikTok. Mm-hmm. We have battle of the sexes coming up on April 5th. Um, and we thank any and everybody who tuned in tonight, whether you tuned in for one second or the whole hour, or if you're going to watch later, we greatly, greatly appreciate you because putting this on every week is We tired, y'all. We tired. But listen, Miss Jackie has been commenting. 
Miss Jackie said, I need him to have ambition and goals that are realistic so we can build from there. Ooh. But Miss Jackie has been faithful and has been commenting the whole show. Yes. So thank you very much Ms. for Jackie, your support, Miss Jackie. We appreciate you. Y'all see these bags? They didn't come. Yeah, we tired, y'all. We are tired. We tired. Um, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Mm. Ain't no music mm. yet. <laughs> it's so silly. You need to go to sleep. Jamie! Sorry, I didn't get to stop in Tampa this weekend. I Orlando did me in, girl. Hi, oh boo. I miss you, too. Oh, my God.